As you have your Bibles, uh, please open. Uh, we will check the book of uh, Exodus chapter 12. Uh, Brother Shem, I'm happy to see you. I didn't expect you. Nice to see that you were able to fight your way here. Amen. We are going to read um, a few verses and then we shall sit. Um, we Exodus 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the, in the land of Egypt, saying, this month shall be shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first months of the year to you. Speak unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth month of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Brothers, can you please get an option? We can we have an option. Finally, uh, okay. Can you? Yeah. We can use the wired mic. Okay. Meanwhile, I'll continue reading. Verse four it says, "And if the household be too little for the lamb." Let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Amen. Every man according to his eating Amen. shall make your account your account for the lamb. Amen. Orinyo lo kuna lo gamba. Erenyumba buebangentono ngatemareo na mwana guandiga kare avere nemuriruwa na we aliokumpi nenyumba ye bamutwalingo muwendo gwemyoyo jabantu bweguli buli muntu ngabwalia muri balibwa kumwana gwendiga which verse is that brother it was verse 4 okay your lamb shall be without blemish please follow me closely your lamb will, shall be without blemish a male of the first year ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats and ye shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Oh. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in, the, in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. 
eat not of it raw, nor sodden at, at all with the water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins guarded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Muri gudja mundiga oba mumbuzi. Muri gutereka okutu soruna ku orwe kumine nya. Oromwe zi guno. Ekunga niroryo na eriechivina cha israeli. Bari guta waguro. Eravali tuwala kumusaiba kuteke kumifuwe tojombi. Ne kukabuno mnyomba mwabali gulira. Aobali dia enyama mchirochiri. Ngeyokebwa. No muriro nemi gate jitali mizimbu kuse. Bari jirira kumva ezikawa. Temujirianga ko mbisi ne wankuba denfumbe na mazi. Wabulenjo che no muriro. Omtukwayo nebigirebiayo. Nebio mundabiayo. Namwe temujirekanga o okutu sencha. Na ye erekewa ko okutu sencha. Murijo cha no muriro. Erabwe mutio bamurijiria. Ngamwe sivye vimyo, nengatonga zirimu vigerei vya mwe. Nomu gonga gulimu mikono kwa mwe, mjirianga mangu. Heyo, kwe kuitako kwa mwe, kwa mkama. Kubanga ndi itamonsi ya yemisiri. Mchirochiri, ndi kubaba bereberebo na monsi ya yemisiri. Omuntu elane nsoro. Era kubakatonda bona abe misiri. Ndi sara emisangonze mkama. Aomusai, guliba bere la kaboniro kunyumba zemulimu. Nange wendira bomusai, ndiba itako. Sote waliba lumbe kumwe, okubazi kiliza, buendi kubensi, eyemisiri. Amen. Amina. Father, we ask your blessings tonight as we hear your word. Father, tusabamukisa gorwari nangatulie chigambo cho. Give us uh, a good time. Where we can sit in under the quietness of the Holy Spirit. That you, we shall open our hearts for you to speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Have your seats, uh, This evening, we are blessed to have our brother Amos uh, from Luero. Who uh, desire to be in fellowship with us tonight. Please join me to uh, welcome him in this place. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, as um, I know, we usually have very limited time in the evening. So, we, I'll speak for one hour. Um, 
I've already taken two minutes, so 58 minutes. So I, 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 every minute will, should count tonight. So I, I pray that you be very attentive. And let us see what the Holy Spirit will speak to us. It's not how much time we take sharing the word. It's how much we are blessed by the word. And how much we are lifted from one level to another. I remember the first service we had on this subject. I only read the opening scripture and the Holy Spirit took over. Can you imagine? No more scriptures, no more quotes. So we desire to have him come and uh, every service every service so when you, whenever you are coming to fellowship have your mind focused on him if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit whenever you are coming to the service believe that that will be your day and if you are already filled with the Holy Spirit then whenever you are coming to the service you should do come uh, expecting to be refilled. Expecting to be refreshed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I tell you, when the rapture comes, when that morning arrives, we shall realize that all the church services we had to go to, all the Bible scriptures we had to read. All the quotes we had to read. All the message books we had to read or listen to. All the praying we had to do. We shall realize it, that it will all not count if we do not have the Holy Spirit. So you see how important it is for a believer to receive the Holy Spirit. You know, many people, when they come to the message, they think that it's all about understanding the mysteries of the message. You know, it's not more, it's not, just understanding the mystery. But as we will be able to see, the, the revealed mysteries should be able to take us to the promised land. If the mysteries cannot take us to the promised land of the Holy Ghost, of the restoration, of the redemption, then we don't need the revealed mysteries. But also, we cannot be able to go to the promised land. We cannot attain the redemption of our souls. We cannot attain the, 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 the Holy Spirit. The person of Jesus Christ. Without having restored back to the revealed truth of the word of God. So, we need to understand this thing. And we see when Jesus Christ came. Hallelujah. Amen. Where's Brother Shem? I have too much stereo. If you can be able to control that and give me a little more bass and decrease the stereo. Amen. When Jesus Christ came, yeah. he, after resurrection, 
He was able to uh, meet the disciples. And this was a very special time. Are you listening to me, saints? This was a very special time. He had already taught them for a space of three years and a half. He had already told them about his kingdom. He had already told them about sin. He had already told told them about uh, what he had come to do. To set them free from sin. He had already promised them redemption. And he had told them. You should eat my flesh and drink my blood. He had told them. I am the resurrection and the life. And then he had even sent them. And they had already started casting out demons. And rebuking demons. And you know the demons even feared them. And all because they had met Jesus. And you know they were so much zealous of, of the gospel that they had received. Their, their encounter with Jesus did not leave them the same way they were. From the, the time they were born, when they met Jesus, there was a, an, an encounter which brought a change. A change was evident. But that change has not come to a place where they can literally say that they have the Holy Ghost. But they could cast out demons. They believed the, the word. They were following Jesus. Some of them even had said they were ready to die for him. But of of course, you remember that before Jesus was died, some like, uh, like Judas, they even rejected him. And they did not even repent. Others like Peter, they refused to follow him to the death. You see, when that time comes, when your faith stands a test, when you, you, you are supposed to leave, to, to, to walk the talk. To live according to your confession. When that moment comes, when you are supposed to manifest the life of, that, that you claim you, you have. That is when we shall not believe us and unbelievers. That's when we shall know whether you have the Holy Ghost or you do not have the Holy Spirit. Are you following me? Don't be too quiet on me tonight. Hallelujah. When the time and the moment comes, when you have to manifest the life, that you claim to have is when you can be able to know whether you have the Holy Ghost or you do not. The disciples, including Apostle Peter, they followed Jesus. They believed Jesus. They followed him all the way. But when that moment came, you remember Peter was the one who told Jesus, Oh, I tell you, I am ready. I am going to die with you. Where you will be is where I will be. Where they take you is where I will go. The way you will die 
is the way I will die. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. And many Christians actually speak that way. But when you receive the Holy Ghost, you realize it's no longer you doing the things. It's no longer you promising that you will follow Jesus. It's no longer you promising that you will not do this or you will do this. But it is Jesus Christ who dwells now in you that will enable you to fulfill that kind of life. Whereby the things that were tempting you and defeating you they cannot defeat you anymore. Are you hearing me? We noticed that the, uh, the, 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 the Apostle Peter Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Apostle Peter comes to a place. And he meets Jesus. And he had promised him, I will be with you when all my these brothers of mine forsake you. I will not forsake you. I will die with you because I love you so much and I am ready to surrender my life for you. And that moment arrived. And Peter was standing there seeing Jesus being beaten like nothing. And he was ashamed of him. Why was he ashamed of him? Because he did not have the Holy Ghost. Why was he ashamed of him? Because his life was not yet changed. It wasn't the life of Jesus in there. I want to say that was the failure of intellectual faith. Many believers in the message, they have intellectual conception of the message. But there comes a time in your life when intellectual faith cannot help you. Where your knowledge of the message can't help you. Where you need more than intellectual faith. Where you need, amen, God himself. Amen, the person. Amen, in you. In order to exercise what you said you believe. And Peter was standing there. And then this girl came. And said, but you were with them. Ah! This man reasoned. He said, yes, I was with him. But now, look at what is happening to him. Look at what is happening to him. Can I also subject myself to such? I thought he's God. I thought he cannot even accept to be beaten like this. Even when he was being arrested. He told us, he himself told us. He said we should bring our sword. And I brought mine. And the shadow of this man is here. Because he was standing there. 
Because I was ready to fight for my life. I was ready to contend for the faith. Some people think that, you know, to make people believe, you fight with them, push them, pull them, beat them, put the word in their head. Let me tell you, God doesn't work that way. If somebody is a seed of God, you don't, they don't need to fast with the word. A seed of God always believes the word. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Peter, Peter amen, was such a, a, a zealous man who did not have the Holy Ghost but had the zeal of the knowledge that he had received and now children of God we need to come from that level of an intellectual conception of Jesus Christ to an experience of him whereby we do not only have an intellectual conception that has its place. But we should come to a place whereby we should have an experience with him. Whereby he's not only the God of Brother Branham, but whereby he's your God, my God. And let me tell you, if you don't reach that place, even if you already have an intellectual conception of Christ, there is no way you can go to the rapture. You have to have an experience with the person of Jesus Christ. Are you following me now? Amen. And oh. so Peter, Peter, a man who had intellectual faith, failed immediately. Even he himself was shocked. He was surprised when it dawned on him that he when it dawned on him, when he realized that, oh, I have betrayed a lot of people. I said, I don't know him. What was over me? Let me tell you, church, as a man, a man can never be trusted. You can't even trust yourself. That is how bad it is. That is how bad it can get. Let me tell you, you can never trust a man. And the Bible says, cast be a man who trusts in another man. You don't trust in a man. You don't trust in a woman. But our trust is in the Lord. That's why Brother Barnum says, Amen, it is not right for you to even marry before you receive the Holy Ghost. It's not right for a believer to marry somebody who has no Holy Ghost. Because how can you even trust them? I don't trust them. I trust the Holy Ghost. I don't trust my wife. I trust the Holy Ghost in her. It is all about the life of Jesus. Because as we have seen, man, we were all born in a perverted way. We were born 
in a fallen nature. We had a Kainish nature on us. This body is only bearing Kainish nature. Kainish lies. Lies. Lust. Malice. Hatred. These are the things that make up this body. But then we need to be born again. The other was the first life. The first nature that Peter had. But Peter needed another life. He needed another experience. He needed a blood transfusion for that DNA in him to realize and to fully remember even where its true origin is from. So that amen when the blood in you, in your veins is not your blood anymore. If it's the blood of God himself, that blood flows in you and begins to perform the works of Christ. It begins to perform the life of Christ, the nature of Christ, the true nature, the original nature. This nature passes away. That is why we do not join church. We don't have church membership. We don't, no, 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 no. Look, we don't, we don't receive church membership by joining a church. We become church members by being born into that church. There is only one church of Christ and it's called the church triumphant. And we can only be born into that church not by joining the church, not by water baptism only, not by being paying our ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
like uh, like uh, like God breathed the breath of life into Adam. So God, Jesus Christ, breathed the breath of life to the disciples. But now, uh, as we, we will continue building on that, I want us to tape it with Israel. And here was Israel in the land of Egypt. And Israel had a promise. You remember the promise of Israel? God promised them in the book of Exodus 3 8. He says, I'm taking you to a good land. To a, a large land. A land flowing with milk and honey. Unto the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites. And the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hevites, and the Jebusites. And therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression where with the Egyptians oppressed. Hallelujah. The devil every day, he claims this life away from us. But it is our promise to go to the promised land. A land flowing with milk and honey. And the believers, Brother Branham says, the believers went out and entered into the promised land. They went under the anointed message of the messenger. But the people who laughed and made fun they would not accept the message. They perished with the rest of the unbelievers. But those who went to the promised land, they had received the anointed message of the messenger. That is why in every generation, God sends a messenger with an anointed message. What is it? the purpose of that message to lead the people to receive the Holy Ghost. Now, notice here in Exodus, he, tells, he gives them instructions. What is the anointed message for that day? He tells them, Moses comes down with the message and he tells them, every house should have a lamb. A lamb for an house. Amen. Amen. And every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. And they were, they were supposed to eat the lamb. Are you following me, church? They were supposed to eat the lamb. And they shall take the blood. And, and strike it on the two sides of the, of the posts. And on the door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat. So there was an important part that the blood had to play. There was an angel of death coming in the land. And without the blood, there is no way you could escape that angel of death. And let me tell you, church, there is an angel of death going all over the world today. He's going around every house. There is no house he will not go to. He's going around every house. 
house. Every house. Every house. And what is his intention? He is to kill. To destroy. To steal. The souls of men. Younger men. Younger ladies. Old ones alike. The devil has intended. That is going to move around. In this generation. This age of death. To destroy souls of men. How is he going to destroy them? Listen to me. He's destroying them in sin. I told you the devil has no problem. If you can do his work, you can go to church. You can even pay your tithe. You can even give money to the church. You can be the best Christian. But yet, the devil has you in his grip. I showed it to you in the other sermon we had the other day. These three things. We talked about it. We saw it in the world. It is true. The devil is not concerned about people going to church. We saw how Pharaoh was saying. Okay. Let them go and worship their Lord. But don't, let, don't go very far. I want you to come back. And then when he, he, he realized these people mean business, he said, okay, you can go, but leave your younger ones behind. Leave the younger ones behind. And you find in a message today, many people, young, old ones, who have believed the message, who have lived a life, of no question. When you see their children down the line, many of them don't even know what the message is. They, they don't know the message. But let me tell you, this message is more than a teaching. Let me tell you what the message is. This message is the blood. You may not understand that right now. Mm. But I'll explain. Hallelujah. Amen. He said that they had to go to the promised land by the anointed message of the messenger. The people knew nothing about the blood until Moses came on the scene. Are you following me? What was the blood? The blood was the only thing that was going to stand before the, between the people and the angel of death. The blood, what is the angel of death? It's the spirit of sin. The spirit of fornication. The spirit of adultery. All sexual perversion. Homosexuality. Lesbianism. Immorality. These demons are everywhere. No matter where. I say this age of death was sent down into Egypt. Every house. Amen. Whether it is the house of the Israelites or it is the house of the Egyptians. 
it did not matter the age of death had full access full access but only house the age of death fear to go to was the house that had blood on it. Amen. Hallelujah. What was the blood? The blood was the only thing that was standing between the souls of men and the angel of death. And today, we have both those things. We have the angel of death. And we have the blood. Jesus died on the, bra- on, on the cross. 2,000 years ago. But that blood, that, that, that blood, which was shed on the cross, is not here in a bottle. We, there is no church passing milliliters and liters of the blood of Jesus. That was just the chemistry. And it, it dried up. But that blood of Jesus Christ the Bible in the book of First John what does it say? It says he calls it. Let, let, let me, since we are doing a little teaching here, let me go. Let me let, let's read that part here. Hallelujah. Go to the book of First John. Let us first read. Uh, First read Second Corinthians chapter five verse nineteen. Kale, Corinthians chapter five verse nineteen. Quickly now, to we that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Second Corinthians, you have to be first. Second Corinthians chapter five, Corinthians 5 verse nine. Verse nine. Bible yegamba weti. Second Corinthians 5 9. Yes. 5 17. Begin from 17. Uh, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are out of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you following me now? Okay, read now the next verse, which we which I already read. Amen. 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 
Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, there's quite many scriptures we can read, but I think uh, I, I will. Uh, all right, we can. We could read John five, but uh, first John five, but I think we can skip that for now. It says, okay, you, why don't you read first John one seven? Uh, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he says in Revelation 1 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten, um, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And that is why when we are in Christ, we are a new creature. That is why all things pass away. That is why all things become new. Why? Because we are under the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation to reconcile means to bring back to uh, to bring together two parties. Oh, I, I could call it a restoration or restoration of friendly relations. Reunion. Re reuniting. Hallelujah. Amen. Bringing together again. The two friends, the ones who knew one another, but something separated them. So now God, Amen, what desire to bring us back together with Him? Because He said, The soul that sinneth, that soul shall die. And, and the prophet told us that death means total separation with God. Man had totally separated with God. But then God who is rich in mercy, he sent his only son Amen, with a ministry of reconciliation. So what was Jesus' ministry? His ministry was the ministry of reconciliation. By shedding his blood on the cross. The blood which is shed on the cross. He reconciled us back with God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ that was shed at Calvary. It reconciled us back to God. 
But now, that blood, where is it? That ministry, where is it? On verse 19, he brings it on down to us now. And he says, to we, that God was in Christ. My brother, my sister, listen carefully. I need your full attention here. Now. God was in Christ. Reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. He has not and he cannot and he will not impute my trespasses to me. He cannot, he will not. I am a new creation. That's why I cannot have a curse on me. That's why you cannot, the curse of sin cannot no longer hold on your life. Are you following me? But what has he done? He has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. If you got it, say amen. He yes. has committed to us the, minute, the word of, of reconciliation. Jesus yes. was, oh hallelujah, somebody get it please. Amen. When Jesus came on the earth, he came with the ministry of reconciliation. And he left. But what has he done? He has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So where is the blood? The blood is in the word. Amen. He said, Father, as you sent me, so send I them. Hallelujah. Amen. You sent me to do what? Want to make With the ministry of reconciliation. No to reconcile them back to you. But now I leave. But before I leave, I also give them what you gave me. Where is the blood? The blood is right here. The blood is the word. The blood is the message of the hour. Amen. Amen. That's why this gospel drips with blood. Whenever we are preaching, this gospel, amen, it's the blood of Jesus Christ. And when you receive it, when you believe it, you receive yourself a portion of the blood. Hallelujah. And then you are reconciled back to God. And then you are restored back to God. And so we notice that the only thing that was able to stand before the age of death and the children of Israel was the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, of course, there were also other false prophets in the land. They were there. The, the magicians. And we have many magicians today. Claiming they have the blood too. But, but let me tell you. If what they have. Cannot. Be compared with this. Then this will swallow what they have. 
If they come with their infant baptism, baby baptisms, women pastors, maker, and things like that, disorder in the church, come to that interpretation. If they come with this, and we compare it with this. And what they have cannot be compared with this. Then whatever they have must be swallowed with what we have. When Moses came down to Egypt, they claimed also to have a power. And you remember sometime back I talked about Moses' staff. Moses', Moses staff was representing the power of God. Amen. And what is the power of God? Amen. Romans chapter 1. He says that uh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is it? It is the power of God and salvation. Oh my. Amen. Sister Grace, are you getting this? Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. And so when Moses went there with the power of God, when he went there with his message, when he went there with his word, there were two prophets. Amen, were there three? And they came also with their word, with their message, with their power. But what did Moses do? Moses didn't shake. Moses didn't compare himself with them. We cannot compare ourselves with Big denomination. I don't care how big they are. I don't care how rich they are. I don't care what influence they have. It's not about those things. It's about the power of what we have. Let me tell you this message. It's a power like no other. Amen. Amen. If you have not used it, use it one time. You will see how powerful it is. Hallelujah. I can stand with this old Bible. And I challenge the Pope of Rome. I can stand with this Bible. And challenge all the priests. And challenge all the religious order. I can bring all of them down. Using this old Bible. Why? Because this Bible. Is a power. Is a power of God. To save. And this is what Brother Barnum came with. And Brother Barnum was our Moses. In this end time. God promised there will be an Elijah. The prophet. And he has come. And his message. Let me tell you. Try and compare it. With anything out there. You will see. That this message. Is the power of God. It is uncomparable with any. I mean, it will swallow all of them. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This message. Bring the, the Roman Catholics. Bring an Anglicanism. Later, Anglican. You will swallow. Bring Pentecostals. Later, Pentecost. This message will swallow. 
bring the oneness Jesus only Pentecostal. This message will swallow it. Bring the so-called full gospel. This message will swallow it. Until when you are preaching outside, they will ask themselves, who are these people? We thought they are against Vatican. But they are also against this first prophet. What kind of people are these? Let me tell you what is happening. This is a higher power, brother. It is a higher power. It is the blood of Jesus. We have received in our generation. And without this, you cannot receive the Holy Ghost. It is by this, what anointed word of the message that we go to the promised land. Hallelujah. And so they apply the blood. They apply the blood. And we have received the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my, let me quote something for you here. Something just came to my mind right now. I did not, I did not have it uh, prepared, but uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something that Brother Branham says in the invisible union of the right of Christ. Listen, what is sin? He says, sin is unbelief. Unbelief is what? Unbelief of the, in the word. Unbelief in God, which is the word. If you don't believe the word, which God has given in that generation, you have sinned again. Now, pure and adulterated. Oh, hallelujah. Living soon for the skies. We are living soon for the skies. Amen. Standing ready. We are ready. <laughs> Think. Your garments washed by the water of the bleeding what? Amen. Did someone get it? Did you get it, sister? Did you get it? What does it say? That you are garments are washed not just by the water but is washed by the water of the Bleeding water. The word became the, the word became black. The word became black. The word is no longer written just here. The word is not just the written word. The word is the blood. Amen. The Roman Catholics used to tell people if you read the Bible, the whole house will be blood. That's because the devil knew that the true word of God is the blood of God. Woo. 
Amen. The word become blood. And the word bled for you. And you are washed in the bleeding word. The word bleeding. The word bleeding. Tell somebody the word bleeding. Come on, tell them again. The word bleeding. The life of God in the word. And the word was bled for you. That you might be washed. From the filth of this prostitute. And be cleaned. And sanctified. By the washing of the water. Of the word. And makes your mind and heart. Stayed on God and on his word. Hallelujah. Amen. When you receive this true word of God. Your mind has to be washed. Your thinking has to be washed. Your life has to be washed. Every part of your being has to be washed. You cannot remain the way you are. The mind of Pentecostalism. The mind of denominationalism. The mind of religion. That religious mind will die. And you receive a new mind. The mind of Christ. That's what Paul said. Let this mind be in you. As also it was in Christ. Amen. Amen. What is the mind of Christ? That he was God. But he never made himself equal with God. He was God. But he dwelt in humility. Amen. Amen. What is the mind of Christ? The mind of the world. That we <laughs> have received a bleeding word. God himself dwelling in us. But yet we live in humility. That's why he said, Amen, receive you the Holy Ghost. And the very next verse, it, what does it say? It says, whatsoever sins you remit, they are retained. Whatsoever sins you retain, they are retained. What is that? The Holy Ghost, Amen, is the power to activate the world. Hallelujah. Amen. When you believe the message, you have the word, you have the blood, and the Holy Ghost is the power to activate the blood and put it to work. Hallelujah. Amen. Life is in the blood, they say. So when you receive the Holy Ghost, you just got life in the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. They had to believe Moses by whom the message came. They had to believe the messenger of our day. The messenger that came. William Branham was his name. God through him opened up the seven sea. And he told us of the serpent sea. Many more things God revealed and he said, check it out with the world. Hallelujah. See? That's true. Listen to God and repent. Hallelujah. And be baptized oh. in the name. For the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, shall receive 
the Holy Ghost. Yes, you see, not many days and the signs shall follow them. Now, Moses' message brought something. The revelation of the mystery of the Lamb. That's what the message of Moses brought to the people. The revelation of the blood. It was a revelation. Why do I call it a revelation? All the other houses and homes had the Lamb. And those blams had blood. <laughs> but the difference was <laughs> they didn't have a prophet. Amen. You got a oh, point. Hallelujah. What makes us different? From all the other denominational churches, we have a prophet. And never be ashamed of that. We have a prophet. Let us shout it on the house top. Let us tell it. We have a prophet. Through his message, we have received the revelation of the mystery of the Lamb. Hallelujah. All the other churches, they cry, Lamb of God. Jesus. Lamb of God. Jesus. Lamb of God. Others, the revelation of the Lamb that they have is that he was the son of Mary. Others, the revelation of the Lamb that they have is that he was a man from Galilee. Others, the revelation of the Lamb they have is that he was a healer. Others, it's a miracle But to you, the bride, you have a higher revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lamb as the Redeemer. The Lamb as our kinsman Redeemer. The one whose blood stands between us and the angel of death. The one whose blood is acting as a protection as we march towards Canaan's fair land. As we march to receive the Holy Ghost. It's only the blood by the blood that we can receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. The land was there. The land was real. But without the blood, they could not see. They could not attain it. They had to believe in the power of the blood. They had to receive the revelation from their prophet of their day. Amen. The message of the prophet of the message of the hour that gives us the revelation of the blood. All the others, they have no revelation of the blood. They had their lambs in their houses. But death entered in. 
But those in Goshen who had a voice, Amen. Amen. When the angel of death came down, he passed over their house. Because you have received this message and you have believed this message, the angel of death has no right to enter your house. He has no right to enter your home. Hey, let me tell you the name of the Lord. The angel of death has no right to enter into your life. Amen. The angel of fornication. The angel of lusts of the flesh. Amen. The angel of telling lies. Amen. The angel of the world. The love of the things of the world. Oh, these things that are taking over the children of disobedience. Lesbianism. Homosexuality. This thing are here with us in the world. We walk around people who are overtaken by this because we have the revelation of the Lamb of God. This blood stands between us Hallelujah. and those demons. They can never overtake us. They can never overcome us. Never. Never. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. As a believer, you see all those demons around. But let me tell you, you have to know where you stand. You stand on solid ground. You stand on holy ground. This end time message is not just a doctrine, it is holy ground. When you stand there, temptation will come. But surely, it cannot overtake. He cannot overtake you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And if it does overtake you, then I will tell you a secret. You need something. You have received the blood. But you need to get the life of the blood. The life of the blood is the power to put the blood into action. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The life of the blood is the Holy Ghost. Puts the blood into action. Hallelujah. Oh, my. All the others don't know what was going on. Unless they were under this revealed word of the hour. Amen. <laughs> They were just there in their temple. In their palaces. And the angel of death came down. You just killed one by one. If only they knew. That it was. The answer was in the lamb. That was just there. They would just kill it. And eat. 
and apply the blood. If only they knew that God had set a prophet in the land. If only they knew that there was a message of reconciliation. If only they knew that there was a revelation that brings jubilation. If only they knew that there was another higher revelation than what they had. They would not have died. One by one they died because they missed the revelation of the word. Oh God, why? Because they missed the prophet. And we have not missed the prophet. We know Malachi 4 is fulfilled. Revelation 10 is fulfilled. Amen. Luke 17 is fulfilled. We are living in a time when God has sent a prophet in the land. With the word of reconciliation. This will be the basis for us to receive the Holy Ghost. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my. I would have wanted to continue, but my time is up. And I love keeping my word. Oh, the blood. Oh, gee. Sing that song differently tonight. Sing it differently. Oh, the blood. You have seen. By eyes of faith. You can see. 
your victory by eyes of faith and by the revelation of the word of God in this day you can see that you're overcoming your enemy you're overcoming the angel of death begin to overcome begin to overcome by prayer by prayer oh Lord Jesus every demon every spirit that has been working to overcome your children, Lord, tonight, I come in the name of Jesus against any of this demonic power of Satan. Every working of the power of Satan, oh Lord Jesus, I adjure the devil, for he has no power over your children, Lord Jesus, whoever has been bound. I set them free now by the power of your word. Deliver them, liberate them, set them free. Let the power of the word. Come and take full effect. Let the power of the blood. The blood is the basis of the Holy Ghost. The blood is the best of receiving the Holy Ghost. Help your people, Father, to receive the revelation of this world. Oh, we lift up your name, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Someone is overcoming something. Someone is having a breakthrough. Someone is receiving a breakthrough tonight. Receive your breakthrough tonight. Receive your breakthrough tonight. Get a power that overcomes. That power and revelation that no one else knows about. But it is revealed to you by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Word. Oh, hallelujah. It was on that basis that Jesus said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.